bit of a Nicolas Cage kick Ooh. this weekend. Nice. Wanted to go a little bit further. I had a few lined up, but then the weekend kind of got away from me. But mm. I watched two Nicolas Cage movies. I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Nice. Which I had not seen. It was one of your top five, right, for the year? It was one of my top five, yeah. Which, again, showcases how much I am like able and willing to go to the theaters these days. But I really dug that movie. Nice. He's, like, great in it. I, the only critique I can, like, say at all is that I feel like it got away from itself a little bit at the end. Okay. But, like, I feel like that was one of those it was meant to. Yeah, And that, like, didn't. that's the script that they're writing is about them. I'm like, now I'm like, oh, wait, no spoilers. But I haven't given any spoilers yet. <laughs> yeah. Is, like, about them, you know, going from, like, a character think piece to, like, a Hollywood action movie. And that's exactly what it does. Right. And I think Pedro Pascal was fantastic in it. As always. I feel like Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage was peak Nicolas Cage. Nice. But also, like, I got the vibe that he was taking it seriously. Okay. Like, this wasn't just a... You yeah, know, like you know, you, you watch, you watch some Nicolas Cage movies, and you go, okay, yeah, he checked out after like an hour of filming, and is just like doing his Nicolas Cage thing. Yep. Um, the uh, oh, the name is escaping me, but the one with the bees right now. Um, oh, the Wicker Man. The Wicker Man, yeah, is the, the go-to case of that. Of he kind of <laughs> like you're like, all right, everyone else thinks it's serious, and Nicolas Cage is just yeah, he's on vacation at the doing end his there. jam right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I got like a feeling like he was actually having fun with it um, That's and good. actually taking it seriously, which I think is good. And like, yeah, man, I'm just like a straight up comedy, right? Straight up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. You've seen it. Yeah. No, I have not seen it actually. No. Oh, you haven't seen it. Oh, no, shit. All no. right. This is oh. one that I'm like, it's been around, but where, where, where's it? What streaming service? It's uh, I rented it on Amazon. See, that's why. Okay. Five so bucks. I might yeah. have to rent it. That That's why I'm like, oh, it's got to show up somewhere, but I don't know yeah. where yet. So. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. I'm really good. I, I I thought you had seen it. That's so weird. No, no. It's, I want to. Yeah. It's, uh, it's good. It gets a little bit away from itself, but like. It's kind of. The th I think it's intentional. <laughs> All right. Now, interestingly, I mean, I feel like. Does it do, does it get like does it do justice to him at being such an outlandish person? Because it's weird, like we know a lot about his personal life because it's been very public and how insane sure. he is. Um, does it does it feel like it's, I don't know how to put this, like paralleling his real persona at all, or is this like a to a degree, even yeah, more I think outlandish so. cage, which I don't know what that even is. I don't but. think, I don't think, if anything, I feel like he's reining it back a little bit. Really? Okay. Well, and then, like, you know how insane Nick yeah. Cage really is. Yeah. And like his family is in it and I don't think it's his real family. Okay. And it doesn't, it doesn't have as much of a, this is actually like Hollywood, like, mm. the, so Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Mm hmm um, Neil Patrick Harris does not play Neil Patrick Harris, which is oh the vibe you get from the trailer. I feel like he should have. <laughs> yeah, well, he plays his agent, which again is not oh, like any kind of spoiler thing, yeah, but it's like yeah. in the trailer, it feels like it's like, okay, here's Nick Cage and Neil Patrick Harris sitting in like a Russian bathhouse, right. you know, talking about shit. Mm -hmm. But it's so it's like there's some parallels, his family like his family status, I guess, is addressed. Okay. Um, yeah. But I don't know how like accurate it is and yeah. how you know but it gets lovingly meta at times um awesome 
and it's you can tell yeah yeah and you can tell pedro pascal is just having a ball too oh i'm sure if um, you get asked to be in a, a movie where nicholas cage p- plays himself you're like yeah have i been yeah. dreaming of this my whole life or Check. sign me up <laughs> that's awesome yeah so that was that was pretty good um the other nicholas cage movie which now that i'm like thinking about it i should have probably let it because this is the less interesting one but i watched a movie that he's in from 2016 oh 2016 yeah called army of one. Oh, i don't know this one i didn't either and i was just kind of like looking for a movie to watch and i was like i i think i could go you know i could do some nick cage right now sure <laughs> i watched this before unbearable weight army of one <sighs> matthew modine <laughs> matthew modine's in it for like yeah f- four seconds um so yeah, Army of One, the the tagline or the pitch line for it is after a personal visit by God himself, an eccentric construction worker takes the decision to embark on an adventure in the badlands of Pakistan to bring Al-Qaeda's leader, Osama bin Laden, to justice. Dude. It's about a guy from, Minas- I think, Minnesota who decides he's going to go to Pakistan and capture Osama bin Laden because, like, the government. And that's Cage it. in this movie? And that's Cage. Oh, dude, yes. And it's... Like, oh my god, and Russell, not for nothing, but Russell Brand plays God, which is pretty amazing. Okay, but it's one of those things that, like, it's a really interesting character study from Nicolas Cage, in that, like, this was a real guy, and it's like there's a lot of affectation to his performance. Like, he's not doing a Nicolas Cage voice, he's got like a very, like, whiny kind of you know, voice and whatnot, and so it's very, like, a a character driven performance and it's it's pretty good the story's fine mm-hmm. i will say i am 100% not surprised that no one's ever heard of this movie i mean <laughs> it, it's like it's one of those and there, there's something to examine here that we can maybe get into in like an episode of just like these 90 minute movies that come out that are just like here and you're just like yep that was it yeah you know what i mean it's like it's not a bad movie. It's not a great movie. Yeah. It makes almost no impact whatsoever. It's just kind of exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of his movies, to be honest. One, yeah, it's most weird. of his it's, 108 it's, movies. It's the the biggest claim to fame is it's directed by Larry yeah. Charles, who did Seinfeld and Well, uh Borat. Oh. Um, okay. And Bruno and the dictator and you know. Oh, so do you was it, do you think there was a lot of improv in here? Does Cage improv? I don't know. I don't. Th- nah, maybe. But yeah, there's not like Sasha Baron Cohen levels of improv. In yeah. It, but yep. I don't know. It it was it was interesting. But yeah, it's kind of just like it it exists. It it yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a weird thing to say. Yeah, like this movie, they probably spent not a lot on it. I would be surprised if it was more than like $10 million. Sure. Yeah. You know, well, maybe we'll say 20 just to cover a cage and brand, a, a, a cage. Uh, payroll. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, it's like, it was, it was good. It was fine. And I, you know, I will probably forget about it in a year. And that's okay. I mean, that's, it's yeah. one of, let's see, one of five movies he made in 2016. So like, yeah, you know, he was also in Snowden. It's weird. It's weird. I mean, that's one of those, the sheer number of Nicolas Cage movies that come out. Should be studied. It's insane. Is, is next level. <laughs> um, the other one I was going to try and watch but didn't get to was um, the Nicolas Cage 
Martin Scorsese movie uh, that we talked about a few weeks oh, ago. Bringing out your on dead. The pod. Bring out your dead. Yeah, yeah. Bring out your the dead. Bring out the dead. Yeah, the '99. Yeah, Nick Cage, Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah, I've never even heard anyone who's seen this. <laughs> I have opened that movie like. <laughs> 10 times and be like, all right, I'm going to watch this. And then just like something pulls me somewhere yeah. else. I'm like, it's the weirdest, it's the weirdest. Right. Vibe, but oh, Paul Schrader wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Oh, okay. like it's, it's legit. <laughs> it's like, a, <laughs> it yeah, crazy, like, like it's a legitimate, like by all means, it should be a fantastic movie that I want to watch immediately, right. but I just can't <laughs> get myself to hit that play button. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it tonight. Yeah. Ving Rames. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's uh Jess is going out of town for like two weeks oh. in October. And I'm like, that's going to be just like every two solid weeks of Nick Cage of movies. <laughs> yeah. No, of like all the, all the shit that's on my list. And I'm like, I gotta, gotta get that. I know. Get that, get that. <laughs> Did you ever watch Nightmare Alley? I haven't. This is the time. It's also man. on the list. Yeah. Yeah. I could probably talk her into Nightmare Alley, but I couldn't talk her into bringing out the dead. Yeah. I would say probably not. Yeah. Well, damn. Okay. Well, I got to toss a couple of these on the watch list. Never, never heard of, uh, I already forgot what it's called. That's its legacy. Army of One. Army of One. Yeah, that doesn't sound right for some reason. Yeah. His his whole plan is he decides he's going to get a hang glider and jump off a mountain in Israel and hang glide into Pakistan. It's like Perfect. absurdist. Was this but a- it's all based on a real guy. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. It's even better. That's even better. I'll check it out. What was this on? Yes. You rent it? You- uh, that was on HBO. Okay, I was going to say, did you rent this? No. <laughs> what have you been watching, Josh? I saw a couple things worth mentioning the first being i went to a theater a really small theater because i was home this weekend in vermont and so i went and saw bodies 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 that uh, a24 horror quote-unquote movie because it's really not (laughs) a horror movie i mean like it's set up like a horror movie but it's really not scary in any like kind of metric it's more of like this meta social commentary movie that's almost like scream but less horrific um Okay. And it's really good. Directed by Helena Rain, who mostly is known for acting, but has been in the directing space for a couple years now. This is only the second feature she's made, and it's really strong. I mean, it's it's one of those movies that I'm like, it feels like a new filmmaker that just has really good ideas, which is awesome mm. because it's hilarious. It's really, really clever. Every single person in it, even Pete Davidson, who I'm not a big fan of, <laughs> it was great because he was just playing like a big idiot the whole time. And I'm like, yeah. this is exactly the lane, like stay in this lane. Um, Lee Pace is in it too. Like the only seasoned actor there was Lee Pace. Lee Pace. And it's so funny because it's him and all of these people who are between the ages of like 20 and 30. And then this massive like six, seven Lee Pace with a big beard and everything. And it's. I feel like I haven't (laughs) seen Lee Pace in something in a very long time. Since like, well, he was in Guardians. That's the last thing I can think of. Yeah, kind of, I guess. Um, But. but, Captain Marvel, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Because Ronan. And I think he was in. Besides that is what, like, he was in, like, Lord of the Rings and stuff, but... Yeah. Um, but he's, like, obviously, in everything, he's, like, an elf, or he's, like, one of Thanos, like, you never <laughs> yeah. see his face, so I saw him, and I almost didn't recognize him at first, but he plays a hilarious role. It's just a really clever, winking movie that's not too in your face about the fact that it's, like, oh, dude, this is the way kids talk now. It's very yeah. contemporary, like, could only be made in 2022. They use, like 
the language, TikTok. I mean, it's one of these things that, but it doesn't overdo it to the Kids point. Kids these days. Exactly. But it doesn't overdo it to the point where I wanted to leave. I was like, this is just funny. Clearly, everybody's in on the joke here. Yeah. And to be honest, I genuinely had no idea where it was going. By the end, I was like, I don't know who did this or what's going on. And then yeah. the twist hits and you're like, oh, this is this is actually like really amazing. Like what they've done here. I want to shout out uh, Maria Bakalova, who I'd never heard of except for the second Borat movie. Like she's the mm-hmm. other star in the Borat movie who she won an yeah. Oscar for. Uh, and she's awesome in this movie. I would love to see more from her because it's a really weird subdued performance because she's the one it's basically so the movie's about a group of friends who meet up after maybe a couple years apart to do this quote-unquote hurricane party i didn't know that was a thing but it's when you party during a hurricane and the lights go out and whatever um and maria (laughs) bakalova's character exactly is like the odd one out like she's the girlfriend of one of the other girls who's brought into this situation she's so she's almost like your she's the parallel for you being the audience yeah. it's like oh it's kind of weird interesting she's really good every single person's really good also rachel senate who's alice and she's been in a couple things now amazing mm-hmm. like so stupid funny that i'm like you i want to see you in a lot more comedies because you just get this vibe so well and i would love to see her in something that like greta does at some point because she's just so so funny that's like the biggest like I feel like a compliment that you could give a movie that like what you're saying of just like these three stars that are in this are just like, like their breakout performances and you just want more from these. I'm like, that's not only like a great thing for the actors, but like the speaks volumes for the director too. It's true. Cause of like, here's like these performances that you're pulling out are epic. Exactly. You don't just get performances out of people unless you have a very clear, uh, theme, uh, tone and everything for the movie so it was just really good I, I highly recommend people go see it even if you're not like a horror like movie lover do you think it's something I would buy into I think so I think I think so I would I would say maybe not in theaters but check it once <laughs> it gets to VOD maybe I feel like I have to like watch a few like of these movies that you always like talk about <laughs> Just to be like, to give you a barometer yeah, of like, I like yeah, this. I actually, that one was not bad. That one was terrible. Like this was right. like, cause I feel like I, I'm so implacable just right now. Just like, right. But then you'll be like, oh, I've seen Rob Zombie's Halloween too. Uh, so like, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, honestly recommend it. It's a, another solid hitter from A24, another filmmaker who's new on the scene, who's doing good work, another cast that's really diverse and really, really uh, up and coming. So it's really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for more from everybody involved here. I'm glad I got to see it in a theater as well. I feel like I want to like try and predictive tease something up for you. Send it. Because I don't know what else you want to talk about, but Josh, what did you not like that you're not looking forward to seeing? <laughs> so... I, I really didn't think I was going to watch this movie. I really didn't think. And then Netflix is like, oh, it's right here in front of your face. You can't not click on it. And that's Uncharted. Uh, the yeah. Ruben Fleischer, a.k.a. Zombieland director, who I have no beef with. I think Zombieland is a great Zombieland. movie. I like Zombieland, yeah. Um, didn't pull me back for the second one, but it's fine. I, I, I liked Double Tap as well. I think there's a lot to love about that movie as well. Uh, and then he brings us Uncharted starring Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, and a whole bunch of other people. But also not really. like. But also, yeah, not really. Um, it's, <laughs> it's really the Tom Holland show, which I think is fine. But... I also watched this movie. I feel like I should put that out. Yes, there. yes. Uh, I didn't love it. 
I, I really didn't think it was as bad as I thought it was going to be going in. I thought there was some redeeming qualities about it. But mm-hmm. overall, not successful. And really goes back to our conversation last week about why did $150 million bring us this? Like, I just yeah. don't get where the disconnect is happening between everybody involved. To, to give us a script this bad. It was really the dialogue that I'm like... Oh God! Yeah. Oh my God! This the plot is so cookie cutter. You could just like you could guess yeah. the plot. Yeah. Well, but... and it's one of those. <laughs> yeah. Right. Literally. <laughs> it's one of those. I'm like, I have I have played Uncharted. I don't know how because I've never had a PlayStation. Yeah, I don't. I've never even played Uncharted, and I love so video I'm like, games. I know I've played it because I like recognize certain things, but I'm like, I don't know. <sighs> Look, was any storyline familiar? Well, no. Okay. <laughs> but again, it's like, I feel like I've played Uncharted for like a couple hours or something. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Where I, like I haven't played the whole game, but I've played it where I'm like, I have a sense of what the vibe of Uncharted is like. And sure. I don't think this was it. Tom Holland is not Nathan Drake. No. He's a child. And He's that's like my biggest. He, like even, I don't know, how old is tom holland he's 26 so he's not like young young but he's not i bought him there's the scene where he's the bartender in the beginning i'm like i buy this buy it like he's actually pretty great in Mm -hmm. this i'm like adequate time to develop that skills like he's not you know a 15 year old or anything like that i kept asking myself if this wasn't and we say this all the time but if this wasn't cast as a uncharted movie yeah would i buy into the character the two main characters more Ooh, yeah because there's a little bit of chemistry between Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. I don't know if it's just the chemistry that Tom Holland has with everyone. And also the chemistry that Wahlberg has with a lot of people. Has with everyone? Yeah. Yeah, I just like, I the whole time I'm like, this is not Nathan Drake. Yeah. It's not. That, it's not. Yeah. Even when he had the holsters on, I'm like, oh, I get it. You look like Nathan Drake. Now. Yeah. Well, and I've, <laughs> here's the thing is like this movie I have no idea when he got the holsters because I was fading in and out and I came back to it and he just had them. And I was like, oh, all right, I guess that happened. Dude, it was on the pirate ships at the end. That's so that's the only thing I will give this movie credit. The final scene with the pirate ships and like without giving too much uh, away and their um, maneuverability, I guess. Sure. That felt like a video game to me definitely that felt like a you know and again i don't know i haven't played too i haven't played uncharted that much but it also reminds me of playing tomb raider and things like that which i have played i did have that on xbox yeah very much like tomb raider yeah yeah where it's like you know you're going along and then it kind of goes into a cinematic but it's like slam the x button and like to pull yourself up and things like that like that whole dynamic of the the ships at the end i really felt and i was like this is for this kind of thing not a bad adaptation in terms of like a video game thing yeah it looked pretty good too yeah yeah you want to talk about marvel and their fx yeah it was pretty pretty good yeah and like the whole thing where you know um well, I I won't say that because that's a little spoilerly. But one of the character deaths in the water, I thought was spot on exactly how that would happen. Yeah. But that's the thing is like that I was fine with. But as soon as it cut to any of the characters, I was just like, no, yeah, I don't buy it. And Mark Wahlberg was 100% the wrong casting for this. Dude, he did not want to be in this movie at all. From the very first moment, I'm like, you are scowling. 
Like you don't yeah. want to be. And all of his deliveries, like just he felt annoyed the whole time. And you know, yeah. he's literally purposefully sidelined for a lot of it where like they're talking over an earpiece, which I'm like, okay, yeah. but why did we need again, I haven't played on charter, so I don't know, but like, why do we need Mark Wahlberg's character in this at all. I guess yeah. like you could reform the plot to have him not be in it and make it work, but I'm like, he served only to push Tom Holland forward. Like yeah. that was the which o- I do think is partially what Sully's his deal concept is? is in the game okay. is like he's like the guy that hangs. He's like the support. Okay, dude. Oh, okay. I guess, but like I 100% agree. Of like it, it the whole time Mark Wahlberg just like didn't wanna. No, the pizza. <laughs> I'm literally standing in a Papaginos right now. That made me go, okay. <laughs> you texted me and I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. And they're in fucking Italy and I'm like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a ballsy product placement move on that. I have on behalf of. Uh, Dude. Papaginos to push for like, yeah, they're standing in Italy and he goes to yeah. Papaginos. <laughs> God damn it. Of course. Now I will say. The globetrotting in Uncharted makes sense. The fact that they're like, oh, we're here. Now we're here. Now we're here. I'm like, well, that makes sense. Doesn't make sense to the gray man. Makes sense in Uncharted. Yeah. I well, still they don't think it. they use they, it There's well. like a line where he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I've been in there for 10 hours or right. something. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just not super successful. And again, it's not the, the worst piece of garbage in the world. But the fact of the matter is... You have talented people working on this on all fronts. So the fact that it isn't amazing just doesn't yeah. make any sense. You even had yeah. the script and the plot already laid out for you and you couldn't make it work. I just, they feel Antonio Banderas, fantastic. Antonio Banderas, uh, the strongest part of the whole movie. I thought Antonio he was Antonio awesome. Banderas came to play. <laughs> he yeah. was awesome. So thr- And then, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, watch it and see what happens. But oh my god, man! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. I, we'll no doubt get another one. Either. Well, I don't know. This is <sighs> do you th- this is who? This was Sony, right? This was Sony, and this was last year. Was this see, last year? If... Wait a minute. No, this was this year. Oh my god! Yeah, this came out. Yeah, you're right. In February. You're right. Yeah, you're right. We'll get another one of these. Hey, yeah, I think so. Too. Made a lot of money. <sighs> I just want better. <laughs> And honestly, you could, you know, so I'm on the IMDb and like it has like as has so often happened on this pod at this point that like it has the uh, the trailer playing here. Mm-hmm. I think the athleticism and flexibility of Tom Holland. Yeah. Flexibility is not the right word. No, I get G- it. Yeah. Gymnasticness. What, am, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? Uh I don't know maneuverability. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dude can the dude can do backflips and shit. Yes, for real. <laughs> Which was cool. Yeah, like that was probably one of the biggest selling points in this because there are definitely points where you go, oh yeah, that's actually I can tell that's actually Tom Holland. Yeah, in the plane. Yeah. Yeah, and then like he like doing flips and like you know jumping off stuff, and I'm like, that's that's a sale point. I yes. get that. Mm-hmm. And if it's Sony and he's done so good for their, it's not a hard sell, but it's the wrong sale exactly and before we before we completely log off just quickly i do want to say i wasn't going to really talk about this but i want to point out that the movie day shift with jamie fox premiered this yeah. week as well uh directed by jj perry who is another stunt man stunt coordinator and mm-hmm. i will say i mean of course he brings in like stunt guys like scott atkins and like i love big scott he's amazing but it's like yeah 
the action is good. And when you bring yeah. in people that make it look good, it works. And so I'm a, I'm firmly on the every action movie should be directed by an action stunt coordinator. 100%. It's almost becoming like a subgenre. It definitely. Like, you know, stunt coordinator directed yeah. action movies. And it works. I mean, Day Shift isn't the greatest, but it's better than Uncharted. And it's a yeah. just an original film. So that's that's what we got working. That's what we're working with. Yeah. Yeah. Uncharted, man. I was surprised I pressed play on that one. I, I knew I had to. I knew I just had to watch it at some point. And I'm like, it, it it's probably going to leave Netflix in like four weeks. So I, like, I got to do it well, now. Well, it's, it's an interesting <laughs> thing to say that like this has been on Peacock, right? Who knows? Or I, it was somewhere else. And then Netflix got it because Netflix has a deal with Sony. And uh, Netflix got me to watch it. Yep, exactly. I'm like, ah, uh, it's right here. I'm not going to not yep. click play. So, you know, you know how it goes. I do. 